Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. I hope your Thanksgiving week is off to a great start. I hope that you don't have to work the entire week and you're able to take some time off. Part of what we're going to talk about today is the fact that this year's Thanksgiving does not necessarily look the same as other years. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and how we can make some decisions that will improve or maybe not improve that situation for you. But before we dig in, I wanted to tell you about some exciting news that I have. I have been working really hard to move all of my courses and training programs and resume audits, things like that, over to a new platform. It's taken a little bit longer than I had hoped. Uh, As I've talked about on here, my least favorite part of being in business for myself is figuring out all of the technology. But I'm super excited because just in time for Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all of that, everything should be moved over and ready to go by Wednesday. So I wanted to let you know to go and check it out. You can go over to my website, kellyfeatheringham.com, and there will be a link on there so that you can go to the training portal. I'll also put a link in the description of this podcast that you can go directly from there. It's got a bunch of free tools and some some courses and things, and I'm going to be doing everything on huge sale, 50% off for Black Friday. I think that the majority of tools I've got in there right now are for job seekers, and I want to provide some really accessible courses and tools and things that you can use during this holiday season to get things on track with your job search so that you can kick off 2020 with a brand new job. So head on over to kellyfeatheringham.com. There'll be a pop-up window that goes there and it'll take you over to the training portal. All right, so today's episode, as I mentioned, I want to talk a little bit about to the decisions that we make. And I want to talk about a concept that I call compounding consequences. I've talked on the show before about how the decisions that we make throughout the day really impact our career. And I fully believe that. But I also believe that this week in particular, I thought that it would be good to talk about this because it's not just affecting our career. It affects everything. All of the decisions that we make on a daily basis affect our lives on a broad scale, right? So say you lay in bed tomorrow morning and you would plan to get up at seven o'clock in the morning because you had things you wanted to do before you started your workday, or maybe you just wanted to exercise before you started. Maybe you just wanted to have some quiet time to do some journaling, clean up the house, whatever it may be, but your alarm goes off and you lay in bed and think, eh, I don't actually have to do any of that stuff, so maybe I'll hit snooze a couple times and I'll just roll out of bed just before my first meeting. Sure, you can do that, but what are the consequences of that decision? 
Will you feel refreshed because you got that extra 15, 30, 45 minutes, depending on how long you hit snooze? Or will you feel disappointed in yourself later in the day? Will you feel stressed at the end of the day when you have to fit those things into the back end of your day because you didn't do them in the morning? Will you feel frustrated that you have these things that need to get done and you just don't feel like doing them? How will that decision make you feel on the back end? And weighing the consequence with the decision. So, okay, maybe you feel a little bit better because you got that extra 15 minutes of, of snooze time, but is that more important to you than any negative feelings you may have or negative impact it may have on your morale or your mindset on the other side because you didn't do what you told yourself you were going to do? We make these kinds of decisions all day long, and, and this is just the start of it. The very first thing before you even open your my, eyes, you are deciding whether or not to get up on time when you planned, whether or not to think about your day and organize your day, whatever it is that you do. Those decisions go on all day long. Now, we make thousands and thousands of decisions all day long. I mean, think about it. Do I hit snooze or do I get up? Once you get up, do I make the bed or not make the bed? Do I brush my teeth? Don't brush my teeth. Should I get dressed? Should I shower? Should I exercise? What should I do next? Am I going to have coffee? Am I going to have tea? Do I need breakfast? Do I not going to have breakfast? All of those decisions all day long, right? And for those of you with other people in, in your life, in your home, children, spouses, you have to make decisions on their behalf as well. Do I make breakfast for the kids? Do I help them with this? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do laundry? Do I need to make sure they're ready to go on their homework? Whatever it is, the decisions that you're making, there are constant choices that you're making. I kind of look at it like those choose-your-own-adventure books when we were kids. Well, when I was a kid, those were a popular book series, and I loved them because you could reread the book a hundred times and come up with a hundred different storylines and our lives are really a lot about that only we don't get do-overs we choose things and it winds us through our day based on the decisions that we make sure there's some things you can do over maybe on Tuesday you choose to snooze your alarm on Wednesday you get up there's your do-over but in the long run how does all of that make us feel? How are the decisions that you're making affecting how you feel, affecting your mindset? Some of it is as simple as choosing how to feel about something, choosing how to look at situations, choosing how to look at your decisions. Right now, we are faced with a very non-traditional holiday. There are a lot of constraints on how we can celebrate this year. Perhaps you are in a situation where you can do things completely normal. But for many folks, this is not going to look like your typical Thanksgiving. Maybe you can't have any company. Maybe you're not able to travel. Maybe you are out of work for, for months now and can't afford to travel. Maybe you are completely overwhelmed with what's going on with work or looking for a job or schooling your children whatever situation, health risks, all of these things, and you just can't motivate yourself to want to do the traditional holiday. 
There are a lot of factors right now that are out of our control. But there are also a lot of things that are in our control. And I think that this really starts with the choices that we make, not only about what we do, but about how we feel about what we do. Let me explain. If you choose to sleep in a little bit later, you can beat yourself up at the end of the day. Maybe it's not something you typically do, but for whatever reason, this morning, you needed to hit snooze once or twice. Sure, you could look at it and think, I was being lazy. I should have gotten up. I should have done X, Y, and Z. I should have started the day on the right foot. I didn't. I started the week off wrong. Whatever it is, you can look at it that way. Or you can look at it that, hey, I needed a little bit extra sleep. Perhaps you didn't sleep well last night and you either realize it or don't realize it. Maybe you've got a lot on your mind. Maybe you're just a little extra stressed about the holidays. Maybe you just need to give yourself a break. Get up a little extra early tomorrow. You can stew about it all day long. You can be frustrated with yourself all day long about how your day is going, how you are running behind, how you need to make up the time that you didn't use in the morning, or you can Bust your butt a little bit, maybe work that time into something else in your day. Maybe you would typically stop for a half an hour and have a leisurely lunch. Maybe you have a 15-minute lunch and take 15 minutes of that time back and do whatever it was you needed to do this morning. Maybe you sit and relax in the shower for 15, 20 minutes. Maybe you have a quick shower today and do 10 minutes, take 10 minutes of those times back, okay? It's all in the little decisions that we make, but it's also in how much credit or slack you cut yourself at the end of the day. Now, if it's a pattern and you're constantly sleeping in in the morning and you're, you're trying to break a bad habit and once again you did that again, you can beat yourself up about it and you can be frustrated about it all day long or you can take steps to make it different. You can make decisions to make it different. All of the little decisions that we make, they build up, they compound, they add to a broader picture. And if you are feeling negative about every little decision that you make, at the end of the day, how negative are you feeling overall? How, how just defeated and beat down do you feel if all day long you are picking at all of the decisions that you made? Now, I'm not suggesting that you make all kinds of excuses and pat yourself on the back if you're making bad decisions. Obviously, you know what you're supposed to be doing. You know how you're supposed to be doing it, and there should be some kind of balance. I would argue that very few of us do everything we're supposed to do the way we're supposed to do it every single day. That's just not reality. Life happens. Stuff happens. Things come up. You have to adapt and change, but you also have to give yourself a little bit of leeway there to adapt and change. This goes along with a lot of things we talk about with respect to work. Maybe you are job searching. Maybe you are dealing with a lot of work stress right now. Maybe you're dealing with difficult employees. Maybe you are dealing with challenges with helping your child learn from school at home and balancing your work, all of these different things. We make constant decisions all day long and you can be picking at all of your decisions and seeing all of the flaws in everything you're, you're doing or you can try to find some silver linings in what it is that you're doing. Learn from the things that you're doing wrong 
amplify the things that you're doing right, and try to build a positive mindset around your efforts. At the end of the day, think about, here's an exercise for you. At the end of the day tonight, get a piece of paper, sit down at your desk, sit down on your bed, wherever you want, sit down in an armchair, grab a notebook and a pencil, or write it on your phone, whatever you're most comfortable with. Make a list of all of the positive things that you said today, or observed today, or noted today. And make a list of all of the negative things. I think it's an interesting exercise for us to do because, and I'll be excited to hear from all of you on what you come up with, but I know for me, often, the list of all of the negative things that I thought, particularly with respect to the things that I feel I should have been doing better, and others, is usually longer than the positives. How many positive things did you say to your significant other today? How many positive things did you say to your children today, or your family, or your employees, or your boss, or yourself, or your pet? How many positive things came to mind when you were thinking about the decisions that you were making all day long in your actions? How many negative things? Think about that balancing act there and think about how if you can't come up with very many positive things that you thought or said or did, how is that going to affect your mindset? How is that going to affect your outlook? If you're looking for a job and you're interviewing or you're trying to keep morale up with your team as we remote work or you're trying to console your family or help them through the fact that it's going to be a non-traditional holiday this year and try to keep their spirits up, how are you going to do that if all of the things that you're thinking and feeling and doing through the day are fraught with negativity and disappointment or frustration or self-judgment. Think about that. This is a time in particular in our year, whatever kind of holidays you celebrate right now. Obviously, Thanksgiving is on the horizon, but we've got Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's and all of that coming up for the end of the year now. This is a time when we reflect on our year and we think about all of the things that we did or didn't do. I'm sure in a couple weeks we'll talk about resolutions, things that we're planning for next year. And I know that it's been kind of a, a running joke right now that 2020 is a throwaway year. 2020 was a, a wash. 2020 was a, a mulligan. All these different funny quips that we come up with. And I think that a lot of those funny comments that everybody is coming up with is to help us deal in a positive way of all of the unforeseen things that were out of our control and helping us adapt to the fact that we can't control a lot of what's going on, but we can control how we feel about it. We can control how we react to it. We can control how we talk to one another about it. And if we're constantly focused on the negative piece of everything and how this was a horrible year and how it was disappointed and it was not good for job searching, not good for business, not good for spending time with family, bad for our children's social time, bad for our social time, then 
All we are going to get out of this year is all of the bad. Consider the alternative. Is there nothing good that came out of this year for you? Were you able to spend more time with your family in your household? Were you able to reorganize that cabinet you've been wanting to reorganize for years? Have you been able to work on that project that you haven't been able to get to? Were you able to get a little bit more sleep? Were you able to get more exercise? Maybe you were able to drink more wine, right? To everybody, there is something positive that comes out, even of the most negative situation. But sometimes it's just harder for us to find it. Maybe you've had a job for a long time and now you're stuck finding a job and you miss that job. But maybe the positive is that you've had to dust off your resume, you've learned a few more skills, you've gotten a little bit more humble about your efforts, you've gotten a little bit more excited about the prospects of whatever your next steps may be. Maybe you felt like you were in a rut, but you it was never the right time for you to quit your job, and now you've been forced to do so and look for something new and interesting. Maybe you are working with folks that you never really knew, but because you're on video calls all the time now and you're being invited into their home and their children are running past the camera, their dogs are barking, they're more casual in their sports jerseys or whatnot, you know a little bit more about these people. You've connected with them differently. There's always a silver lining. It is often harder to find than the instant reaction to what is negative, but it is always there. There's always some way we can spin a situation for good. Now, that's my belief. I, I, I will tell you that when I was younger, I was a glass half full kind of person 99.9% .9 of the time. I was so good at it and I really prided myself on the fact that I could always look for the glass half full scenario, the, the best in the situation and spin anything and everything for the positive. As I've gotten older, that has gotten more and more difficult. And it is a conscious act that I have to tell myself repeatedly to look for those silver linings, to look for the glass half full, to look for the ways to spin the situation. There's a ton of reasons why this is. Life happens. You know, we experience heartbreak, hardship, difficulty, frustrations. We have more people that count on us, more people that we're responsible for, more responsibilities for ourselves, more expectations for ourselves. And I think that as we get older, it does become more difficult. But it's also more difficult because we get out of practice. And I find that if you practice it every day, if you remind yourself every day to stop for a minute and think about the positives, it is kind of like riding a bike again. It is easier to get back on that, that bike and think, you know what, this is not so bad. It's not the way I wanted it, but it's not so bad. It can be challenging when we have expectations. And I guess, in my opinion, expectations are the biggest challenge that most people face, including myself. Because we get it in our head 
how something is supposed to go, how something is supposed to be. And when it isn't exactly that, we experience disappointment, frustration, loss, all of those things. And we have to make a conscious effort to build that back up in our mind to, to readjust our expectations. You lost a job. You expected to find a job quickly. You hoped that it would go well. You expected that you would be able to ace your interview. You expected that you would be able to find a position out there that was a good fit based on all of your years of experience. You expected your team to be able to roll with the punches and be excited about working from home because you've always enjoyed the opportunity to work from home, but not everybody does. You expected that it would be easy to get up early on a Monday morning because you set that goal for yourself the night before. You expected that you would be able to get everything done that you wanted to get done in the day and perhaps you set your list too long. You expected that all of this chaos and, and craziness in the world right now would be gone by the holidays so that somehow we could pull together the, the traditional holidays or, or typical holidays that we're used to and that's not happening. When we set these expectations, it can be really challenging to convert. I find that a key trick in converting and adjusting our expectations is to think about where that expectation comes from. Why did I expect it to happen like this? Why did I expect this to be that way? And Think about whether or not that is your expectation based on your view of the situation or the actual situation. Let me explain. Let's take the work from home situation. You expected that all of your, your colleagues, all of your employees would love working from home because you love to work from home. Think about that expectation. It's not necessarily going that way. You've got a lot of staff that are struggling with working from home, some that are just plain grumpy and miserable, other ones that are challenged with balancing, uh, supervising their kids while working, others that just want to get back to the office, and the ripple effect of all of that negativity really pushes out to the productivity and the morale of your team. Where did that expectation come from? Was that an expectation because everybody should like telework, because that's just a fact, or is that an expectation because you are passionate about telework, you are a fan of telework, and you put that expectation on others? It's important to think about it that way, and trust me, we're all guilty of that. I'm guilty of it probably daily because I have visions of how things are supposed to go. I have a vision in my mind of how my day is supposed to go, and I have to be very careful about assuming that because I feel my day should go like that, everybody around me should fall into line so that my day goes that way. But that's not the reality of the situation. That's my reality. That's my expectation based on my experience and my little world in my head. So we have to be very careful about putting that on situations and people around us. We make decisions all day long and we can decide to be frustrated that our expectations aren't met. Or we can decide that perhaps 
looking at that expectation that might not have been a realistic expectation. Perhaps it is over the long term. Perhaps it's something that you have to work up to, right? But right out of the gate, it was not a realistic expectation. So therefore, we can get all upset about it. We can think horrible things about the people that are not meeting our expectations. We can be mean or nasty to them. We can have stern conversations. We can adjust our behavior towards them. Or we can recognize that perhaps they need a little bit more time to adapt to our expectation, or they need a different approach to the situation that they're handling. Perhaps they have their own expectations and our expectations are clashing. At the end of the day, looking back on how our day goes and thinking about the contribution of positive thoughts and actions and words to our little universe versus the negative can really make or break your week. You can wake up on a Monday morning and decide that you are going to have a perfectly spectacular week. And by nine o'clock, it can already be in the crapper because everything that's gone on, all of the decisions and the reactions you've made to the decisions and other people's actions around you have been faced with your negative thoughts. Or we can stick to the positive, or you could even tread water in the neutral zone. You don't necessarily have to be over the moon for all of your decisions and other people around you, what's going on with work, what's going on with the holidays, what's going on with family. You don't always have to be the ray of sunshine in the room. You could tread in neutral. Keep your mind in a, in a place where you're not going to the worst case scenario or the best case scenario. Obviously, positive energy, like negative energy, is infectious. So if you're emoting positive energy, even with yourself, it's going to grow that compounding consequences. If you're making good decisions and you're happy with your decisions and you're thinking about them positively throughout the day, that's going to grow and grow and grow. And at the end of the day, you're going to look back with a smile on your face and think, wow, I had a pretty darn good day. The same with negative. But you can still tread in the, neg in the neutral there for part of the day too. Figure that's a net zero, right? That doesn't add or negate from what's going on. It just kind of helps you on those areas where you can't quite find the silver lining, but you don't want to be super negative about it yet. So you kind of just put it off. You just kind of Keep it in neutral, and we'll figure out how to feel about it later. This is definitely a stressful year. It's definitely a stressful time of year. We are, again, coming up towards the end of the year. Who knows if next year is going to be any better? We just don't know. We may have expectations around it, but we don't know. So the best that we can do every day, whether we're talking about prepping for this holiday this week, prepping for your job search, prepping for leading your team through a challenging holiday season, whatever it may be, the best we can do is try to keep positive thoughts as much as possible. Cut ourselves a little slack. Give yourself a little extra leeway this year because there is a lot going on. But when I say give yourself a little extra leeway, I'm not talking about letting yourself mope, letting yourself be negative about everything. I'm just talking about 
Maybe you didn't get out of bed first thing in the morning this morning like you wanted to. Maybe you did hit snooze. Maybe you needed that 15 minutes today. Get up earlier tomorrow or the next day. Maybe do a little work on Saturday if you've got free time to make up for it. It's all kind of a checks and balances. Think of it as a, a debit and credits from accounting class, right? You take a little bit extra out today, put a little bit extra back in tomorrow. Give yourself the space to make those decisions. Give yourself a little bit of leeway right now to feel bad about the decision, but not beat yourself up over it and figure out how to fix it and move on. If there's folks that are working with you and they're struggling right now, try to see their point of view. Try to be a voice of positivity for them. Try to give them some reinforcement, positive reinforcement. Say something nice. We don't know what everybody is struggling with unless they share it with us. But the one thing I think we can probably all guarantee is that we're all struggling with something every single day and certainly this year more than others. So why not have just a little bit more patience with ourselves and with others? Mindset has been such a huge talking point in the last couple of years and certainly this year more than I've ever seen it. And I think that it's very pertinent to our lives because it's very easy to go down the rabbit hole of negative thoughts, negative feelings, beating ourselves up, picking on others. And it's much more difficult to try to find the good, find the positive. And if we spend a little bit extra time focusing on the positive in our own little corner of the universe every day and sharing that with the people in our universe. Imagine what a difference that could make for your day and for others. I wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you are able to find some joy and peace in the day, even if it doesn't look like the ones of years past, and look forward to new and exciting traditions that you'll make going forward. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.